Poetry is the liquid voice that can wear through stone. Adrian Rich. Shauna Ritter is a writer and educator. A longtime Bloomington resident, she is originally from New York. Shauna has been a three-time recipient of the Indiana Arts Commission Individual Writing Grant, and her new book, Stairs of Separation, can be found through Finishing Line Press. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus dorsey Shauna, what poems have you brought for us today? I've brought three poems from Stairs of Separation. The New World, New York, 1920. The width of an ocean swirls between one life and another. Each wave, each current changes her. Every breeze brings difference. Her stance is shifted by the rolling, her gait lengthened. Lines are drawn denoting what was, what is, what will be. Once traversed, there is no going back. She learns to walk firmly, not to run. The placement of her feet have changed the set of her eyes, the angle of her chin. She cannot see the same way. Her name is new. Here in her new world, the fields outside the town have been replaced by docks. The streets of her old village have been traded for avenues. Pushing is still pushing. Want is still want. But what was once home is no longer. The Luckiest Orphans, New York, 1920. She walked up the stairs in step with her twin brother, following behind the skirts of their mother. At the door, the well-dressed woman greeted them in Yiddish, told them they were lucky to be left in such good care. Look at all the children to play with. They went in an office with a desk and overhead light, and after signing papers, their mama bent toward them and promised she'd be back the next week and every week to visit. She left. The lady's fingers were silky as she reached for her hand and held on. The beds in the long room were lined in long rows, small beds with covers pulled neatly and pillows set just so and a trunk at the end to put your things in if you had any. And she could hear the voices of children rising up like steam through the radiators, could smell the food, and the matron said, Leave your things here and we will go down to lunch, and there is soup and bread. Yes, Kindela, come with me, you and your brother. You will be all right here. And the way she said that endearment, Kindela, was so sweet, like the way Rugalach lingers honey on your tongue, the way her tante Rebecca spoke to her and her mother never did. She followed the woman easily, and the rustle of her mother's skirts faded, and it felt like a home even with its profusion of beds laid out like the fields just before harvest. Naturalizing, Bronx, New York, 1930. She works amidst flowers and shrubs, stylish skirt, practical shoes, curved and painted fingernails fly over typewriter keys, record seeds, transplantings, and starts for the New York Botanical Gardens. In open window weather, scents waft into the office, lavender, rose, sharp marigolds. Only rarely does the light slant in a way that reminds of before, the shtetl's shop, the pull of the kerchief's knot, the long waiting, 
the rows of bedded children in the orphanage, the time between what once was home and what has become home. Back is much too far to look. She looks ahead, even in these times of counting pennies and walking instead of the streetcar. Next Tuesday, she will be naturalized. She will become American. She studied, took the test, and will take an oath. Her voice holds only a trace of accent, a true transplant now, like those flowers that come back year after year, perennially American. You've been listening to Shauna Ritter on The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus-Dorsey. You can visit The Poet's Weave online at wfiu.org slash poetsweave.